0: The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai, episode 253. Welcome to The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai, where we talk about applying high-leverage psychology in your business and life. I'm your host, Dr. Yishai Barkadari, licensed psychologist, private practice owner, speaker, executive coach, and consultant. I became a psychologist, to learn how to leverage psychology and help others do the same. For over a decade, I've been tracking how psychology gets in the way of smart and results-driven people. For years, I've developed frameworks and tools to help them leverage psychology instead to launch themselves forward. It's my mission to share my hard-earned lessons with you so you can launch yourself forward too. I can't wait to talk high leverage psychology with you so you can learn to take higher leverage action today. Let's talk high leverage psychology. Relationships can seem so complicated, but there's a way to simplify and create more fulfillment, whether in your marriage, friendships, or business. So today, I'm sharing about my framework and formula to create ideal relationships, which is applicable everywhere from business to marriage, friends to family, and beyond. Buckle up, because this episode can change how you think and approach relationships of all kinds, forever. Imagine getting invited to a potluck with the most important people in your life. You coordinate details, make a dish you know everyone will love, and show up on time. In fact, maybe you even head out a little early because you're so excited to connect and spend quality time with them. You arrive and set your dish down on the table somewhere everyone will be able to see and enjoy it. Only the next person to come along grabs your dish, shoves it off the table, and proceeds to put their dish right in the spot where yours was. The nerve. One by one, each person who shows up does the same exact thing. By the time everyone's there, they're hungry and itching to eat. There's only one dish left on the table. Not to mention, the place looks like a war zone. The rug is drenched in dressing, sauce is splattered everywhere, chunks of meat dangle off the wall, and shards of Pyrex and stoneware litter the floor like a minefield. I, for one, wouldn't be in a hurry to come back to that again. But I see people do that in their relationships all the time. With the words they use and the way they interact with each other. Dismissing each other's thoughts, feelings, needs, stonewalling or patronizing each other in their conversations, talking down to one another, Judging and criticizing anything and everything from the tiniest of details to attacking each other's character. I see couples do it in sessions when we're starting out, especially. I watch friends and family argue pointlessly. I cringe when I see leadership handle their staff this way. Just take a moment to think about and pay attention, and you'll see it in all kinds of relationships, personal and professional. People proverbially Pushing each other's dishes off the table, creating a giant mess so they can fit theirs on the table. We've learned to push back, dismiss, or overpower what others bring to the table. So many of us have been on both sides of the coin here. It's ingrained in our culture, competing to have the upper hand and push our own point forward to get what we need. Pitting our desires, needs, and goals against each other, only it leaves The same destructive mess in its wake, time and time again. I often bring up what I call the potluck analogy to illustrate how our interaction styles damage and even destroy relationships. But it also holds the key to building more empowering win win relationships. Take the reverse, where each person worked together. To make space on the table so that every dish has a place and everybody can enjoy it. That approach creates such opportunity to have a much richer, more enjoyable, lively, engaged experience. I'm aware that it takes both intention and effort. It might even take pushing back on some of the automatic ways that we've learned to think and react especially when we're interacting with someone and when things get difficult or hard or challenging, and especially when we have needs, that there's an urgency for us to put on the table and have them met. It's so important to hold the belief that a shared goal and outcome with everyone's input is greater than the result of just pushing our own agenda forcefully forward. Valuing and investing in the shared outcome over Personal achievement or accomplishment, taking the time to slow down and putting in the effort to create space for each other's needs and contributions. And here's why I see it this way the way I define a relationship of any kind is with the following formula A relationship equals more than one person bringing their efforts and their needs their goals, their dreams, to the table to meet them all together in a way that exceeds what they could do on their own. It's true for a friendship, whether that's social needs, intellectual needs, sharing interests, having fun, pushing each other to grow, or more. It's true for marriage, combining your lives and resources, creating a shared vision and goals to work towards, putting your efforts together to build a life and family that serves everyone in it. As much as possible. It's true for business, exchanging money for a product, service, or solution that relieves or enhances life in any number of ways. Of course, each relationship has its own needs. Friendship can include a different set of needs than marriage or business. Each friendship, marriage, or business may also have its unique needs, and the people in them may contribute in their own ways. So I come back to my formula for relationships. A relationship is more than one person bringing their efforts and needs, their goals, their dreams to the table to meet them all together in a way that exceeds how they could meet them on their own. The clearer those needs and efforts are, and the better they fit in meeting as much of them for everyone as possible, the higher quality the relationship It's easy to see relationships degrade and fall apart quickly when one or more parties are not contributing meaningfully or aren't getting their needs met. Which brings us back to the potluck analogy. Just looking at a two person relationship like a monogamous marriage, we have all combination of efforts and needs that we bring to the table. And research has shown time and time again that the biggest predictor of being happy and fulfilled in marriage has to do with how we experience our dishes handled when we bring them to the table. And of course, the same holds true for so many of our other relationships. So here are a couple quick tips to help you in any kind of relationship. Number one, put in the work to get clarity on the needs and efforts you bring, and especially on the needs and efforts that the other person or people bring. It is critical to set a clear framework for everyone's needs and efforts that's agreed upon by everyone. You don't have to put in more than you're willing to, and others don't have to meet your needs just because you have them, which is why clarifying your agreements and ensuring that your needs are being met and that your efforts are sufficient or will help meet in a way that's meaningful the other person or people's needs becomes the foundation for what will and won't be fulfilled in your relationship, which also becomes a predictor for the trajectory of that relationship. Number two, treat every interaction as critical information about the needs and efforts that you and others have. Every single conversation is a powerful opportunity to learn, share, and address those better. As part of that, it's really helpful to learn to listen first because listening is the process of making space on the table for the other person, the other party's dishes. Listening isn't just about nodding your head or agreeing. It's an active process of making sure you understand and showing your understanding so you can get confirmation and put the other person's needs and efforts on the table to ensure that they're getting addressed. There is a slight caveat here, which is it's important, even critical, to make sure that whoever you're partnering up with is a kind of person or people who are willing to actively participate with you in that process. In other words, they are equally willing to listen and understand and show their understanding so that your needs and your efforts are also clearly put on the table. And as a last kind of bonus tip, You can ask or require more of yourself and others as long as you're clear and as long as the table can hold it. And sometimes that means putting in joint effort to expand and strengthen what your relationship can hold and handle together. Relationships can change and transform over time. And one of the big, really important aspects of that continuing to work is continuing to put in the effort and the energy to maintain that clarity, and to maintain the lines, the boundaries of what you'll participate, what you'll fulfill, the efforts that you're going to put in, and the needs that those efforts may meet, and the ones that you're not interested or willing to put in, and so the needs that may not get met, and of course vice versa. So coming back full circle, imagine going to a potluck where you know all of the allergies, dietary restrictions, needs of everyone. It's crystal clear, and where everyone brings their best efforts to the table, and everybody together works to make room for all of those things. Now that's a feast I'll sign up for again and again. It doesn't always mean you have to perfectly accommodate everyone, everything, all the time. It means there's a process that will yield much greater results, and part of that process really. Requires the kind of clarity that I was talking about before. So now you've got the framework and formula to get intentional, shift your thinking about relationships, and start making unforgettable potluck meals together. All that's left is putting in the work to make it happen. And on that note, I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. If you learned something valuable today, take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It helps grow the show and gives more smart, high-performing, results-driven people like you the ability to learn and apply high-leverage psychology to your business and life. The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai podcast is produced by Dr. Yishai and PodTech. Music by www.purple-planet.com. Dr. Yishai is a psychologist, but not your psychologist. The conversations and content of this podcast do not contain or create any psychology practice diagnosis or therapist patient relationship with the guest or a listener the information contained in this publication is for general informational purposes only and shall not be relied on or construed as coaching advice or therapy so do your own research before using anything from this podcast thanks again for listening i hope today's episode fulfilled my mission to help you leverage psychology better in your business and life